So let's get started here a little bit. Um, this is Greg, and I am recording at the 2024 National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic, and our guest right now is Doug Duran, and Doug is a land manager, and this is according to his uh, Instagram uh, profile, so a land manager, an aspiring conservationist, and the founder of Sharing the Land, and also uh, he found himself on stage last night with Trampled by Turtles, and, and I would say great job, Doug. Thank you. So welcome you. to the Unbroken Arrows podcast. Thanks for having me. You bet. So. I just, uh, I would like to have you first talk about sharing the land. Um, I've seen and read a little bit about that. What can you tell us about what that initiative is for you? Well, as folks out there listening might know, that one of the biggest challenges in uh, in some of the best hunting ground in the in the U.S. Um, you know, farm country is is access, and access is a very uh, has become particularly valuable and what sharing land does is recognizes that value of access but rather than an exchange of money for access it's an exchange of a contribution to conservation for access so access seekers um, come to our website they fill out a conservation resume and in that they tell us about themselves and what their background is in conservation or if they have none whatsoever and then sort of what they aspire to, it's like a regular resume, right? People right, try to, sure. to uh, put their best foot forward. And then on the other hand, we have all landowners who sign up and uh, who are willing to share some access to their property in exchange for a contribution to conservation. In the purest sense, it's a contribution to conservation. But what most landowners are interested in is getting help with projects around their property. Um, sure. It, what what type of projects are we talking about? Well, all sorts of things. Um, some of them are non-conservation, uh, but co conservation projects necessarily. Um, so it might be just helping out with, with uh, chores around the, the farm. You know, I mean, I've got some folks coming to help me clean the barn here soon. <laughs> um, they're not... Uh, aware of that yet, so <laughs> no names. Then, <laughs> some of them, right? like, yeah, some of them we call it a cohort, a cohort of of, of of folks. It's one of the things that, but so stuff like that's that simple. I had actually one of one of my guys uh, has some masonry skills. He helped us with the um, fixing the old stone wall of the barn. But a lot of what we're doing is uh, conservation-based uh, projects, limbing and thinning or timber stand improvement. Okay. Um, um, we've done some uh, prairie burns. I'm just talking about my place. Sure. Um, some of the other landowners have had tree planting, shrub planting, um, removal of old fencing, uh, invasive species control. So all these things that I'll be talking about over here on the, the habitat stage that landowners uh, are signing up to get that work done. And when they do that, now they need to get somebody to do it or they need to do it themselves. So through that work, that cooperation, a landowner kind of understand. There's an opportunity to build a relationship between that landowner and that access seeker. Sure. And uh, that's, I mean, it's as old as time, right? It's a bartering system. At the, right. uh, at the at the end of the day, it's a bartering system. We're just a place where people can meet to do that, and then we provide uh, some of the information that they need, and frequently ask questions and agreements and. And, and some ideas about how, how to go about it. Okay. How many properties 
have you connected people with in the sharing the land? We have 30 properties in, I said eight, I think when you and I were right. talking, yep. it's actually nine different states. Okay, nine. Um, so we have 30 properties in nine different states. And uh, the difficult thing is, as you might imagine, we have more demand than we have supply. Oh, sure. And in some cases, we have properties in a place where we don't have access seekers. And so um, those are the logistical you know, kind of things that come up. But we have over a thousand conservation resumes, so 30 properties, a thousand people. You can, and, and I think that's indicative of what's happening in uh, in access and the demand for access. Right? Sure. Is that I'm, you've got a thousand people who are willing to, to to contribute to conservation and do some work for a landowner for that opportunity. They're not knocking on the door and saying, "Hey, can I come hunt, come hunt on your land?" They're 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 there to contribute to help. Right. And it's a more full experience for everybody, too. So, you know, um, to go back to the original question, um, 30 properties in nine different states, and uh, we're sure looking for more. Okay. Now, I'm assuming that the, the habitat work and the conservation work impacts a variety of, of game. So we're here at Pheasant's Fe or Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic. So are some of those properties looking uh, to improve the habitat for pheasants, quail, uh, deer, I'm assuming, um, depending upon what of those nine states. I don't know if there's elk on any of those properties, if there's any in the, those region or not. But, but uh, what are the different animals then that are impacted by these these projects? Philosophically, from a conservation standpoint, I am most interested in uh, habitat improvement projects for the entire biotic community. Okay. Um, the pollinators are as important as the elk as far as I'm concerned. Sure. Um, but we do like to find those connections, like if people are particularly interested in you know, pheasant hunting, well, I mean, the truth of the matter is, uh, good pheasant habitat is can be good uh, pollinator habitat, could, can be small game habitat, can be good deer habitat, and then you have all of those uh, forbs and grasses, you know, all those other members of the biotic community and then in the ground below, which is one of my favorite things about pheasants forever is that their work, uh, sure, is you know, got that big old bird on the cover, but it's really affects the entire biotic community. It's a holistic approach. It really is, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a really a lot of talk these days about the One Health movement and how everything is connected. And the interesting thing to me about it is just sort of Elder Leopold being reworked a little bit. You know, he talked about the entire biotic community and if right. something is good for the bio, if something is a good for the biotic community, it, it, it that's something that we're more interested in as opposed to a hyper-focus on one thing. You know, um, I get up my soapbox a little bit about white-tailed deer habitat. People get, get so concerned about white-tailed deer habitat in the Midwest. Um, my experience has been white-tailed deer don't need a whole lot of help. Um, they're they're going to make it. Yeah, they're going to be just fine. And in fact, we can do, if we're concentrating on other members of that biotic community, the songbirds, the, the ground-nesting birds, um, uh, pollinators and all of that, that we'll, the deer are going to do just fine with that. They're going to do well in that. But a forester friend of mine says good um, forest management is 
good deer habitat. So sure. those are and and good you know good deer management is good for uh, uh, the forest too. And that that's where the controversy sometimes starts. Last night, you were on stage with Trampled by Turtles. Was it fun? It, it looked like uh, you were having a great time, and and I tell you what, to be surrounded by a group of musicians like that had to have been fun. Well, yeah, it, um, I think I even said when I went out there, I don't know if you're going to enjoy this, but I'm <laughs> yes, going <you> to. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I met uh, uh, Dave Simonette, the songwriter and guitar player, uh, through Meat Eater. And, uh, and then met Banjo Dave the other day. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did some trout fishing together and, and some mushroom hunting and stuff like that. And they're just genuine guys. And Dave has known that uh, I played guitar and not do, I host an open mic and stuff. And he said, I'd you get, have you play with us sometime? And I'm like, ah, man, you know. <laughs> and uh, But this, uh, Bob Simonette, the media uh, director for, for Pheasants Forever, uh, was also pushing for it. I was like, yeah, man, I can do one. <laughs> so uh, it was great fun. And, it, and, and it, it, the, the kind of playing I've done is like sitting around the campfire, I hope, host an open mic. I mean, I've played through amplifiers and equipment and stuff before. Right. But uh, we did a sound check over there yesterday, and I walked out, and I was like, oh, so this is what state-of-the-art equipment sounds like. <laughs> this is what it's really like. Yeah, huh? yeah. So it was, it was great fun, and, and uh, it's I mean, just such an honor. And, you know, it's one of those things in life. You don't – you put that one with other moments. Sure. Right? Well, I was telling my wife last night, you know, we were part of history. You know, this was the first ever <laughs> concert for conservation, yeah. you know, yeah. and it was Bob's, Bob St. Pierre's, you know, dream, I guess, to, yep. to do this. And yep. he was able to pull it off and, and with the help of Trampled by Turtles and, and Chester Floyd. Yeah. Was it Mus Muskie Chet and Muskie the Chet Keepers? and the Keepers. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like it, too. But, uh, well... Doug, you've touched on several topics I'd like to expand upon, and, and one was Aldo Leopold. And as a former biology and environmental science teacher, I, I used um, a Sand County Almanac in my curriculum, wrote specific curriculum for it. But you have to get to your booth. I do. So I appreciate the time that you took. Uh, thank you for being here, and also thank you for being at the Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic. And uh, hopefully we can get together soon. Very good. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks, Doug. <laughs>